Well, I'm talking about autism and ADHD and some of the things that I've personally experienced coming up. I'm discussing five things that I feel are super insightful about autism and Asperger's syndrome and how they kind of interlock with ADHD. So yeah, these are all like my personal kind of like uh, background bits to it. I think it's gonna be super interesting. Okay guys, so I, you know, I have a, a condition of autism spectrum disorder and ADHD. Now that is really interesting. I know a lot of people have that as well, but this is my diagnosis. My diagnosis is autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia. And it's a very interesting mix and um, it's quite common. You know, obviously this mix, it happens a lot, but I just wanted to discuss it because I feel like a lot of people are searching for it and they wanna talk about it. And so I thought I'd discuss five things that are kind of like super interesting to me from my point of view of having both ADHD and Asperger's syndrome. So here are uh, five things that I want to discuss. The first thing is that ADHD and Asperger's or ADHD and, and ASD, which is autism spectrum disorders, they are commonly comorbid, which means they are commonly co-occurring together. So usually when someone has a diagnosis or an official diagnosis of autism, they would, I would say it's about 90% of the time they'll have a diagnosis of like ADD or ADHD. Now, this is super interesting. Like I find this just fascinating because they conflict and I'll talk more about the conflictions later on, but it's really interesting that when I, when I meet someone who on the spectrum, they all say like, hey, I don't want spectrum, I want cystic, and they go, yeah, oh yeah, and I have ADHD. Like most of the time that happens. Um, it, it's quite interesting actually that, uh, you know, so I know a couple of people who, who don't have ADHD, but I think it's just that they haven't been diagnosed with ADHD, but they have been diagnosed with autism. And a lot of the time, I guess, um, you know, when they'll diagnose autism, they're kind of like, they're not really getting the ADHD part because they think it's all on the autism part, that, you know, how they test or how they assess for an autism spectrum condition. I find that just fascinating. Okay, so number two, uh, the second thing I wanna talk about is how food and drink impact my ADHD versus my Asperger's syndrome. So um, with autism, I find that like, um, it comes with like GI issues and gastrointestinal issues. Like anybody who has like an autism spectrum condition watching this will all know all about the IBS and all the other kind of fun, lovely uh, gut issues that come with an autism spectrum disorder. Uh, I don't know why, but it just does, and it's a right pain in the backside. But in terms of food and drink, sugar directly impacts me. So if I have sugar or something that is like heightened with like sweeteners or something like that, like basically just anything that's sugary, like even juice to a certain extent, I just hit the roof. I get super hyperactive. Um, my parents banned orange juice in my house when I was growing up because of the effect that it had on me, and especially Sunny Delight, the Amy's Sunny Delight, and I was like climbing the walls, it was crazy. But I, I, I kind of stay away from sugar. And um, you know, now as well, the past 10 years, I haven't had any caffeine because like, caffeine also impacts me. Because uh, the, the weird thing, okay, so this is how it happens. When I have caffeine, I am just super like, just, you know, hyperactive as heck. Like I think I'm hyperactive now when I'm on like caffeine, I'm hyperactive as ever. Like I can, I can't sleep. So if I have caffeine, I'll be laying in bed, like, you know, like shaking because I can't go to sleep. And also when I have like sugar, the same thing happens. I can't go to sleep. I take melatonin to go to sleep sometimes because I get so hyperactive during the day. Um, having caffeine and sugar just super directly impacts my life. It's so bizarre, but it's something that I've had to live, live with and learn to live with. And something that I've kind of overcome by just making sure I treat my body well and I kind of replace like juices for like water and stuff like that and I don't have like caffeine and fizzy soda pop and stuff like that. I don't know, it kind of works. I do miss Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew and stuff like that, but you know, the past 10 years, um, you couldn't get Mountain Dew 10 years ago here in the UK anyway, so uh, yeah, one of it. Okay, so I really want to talk about this next subject. Number three, I want to talk about how ASD and ADHD conflict with each other. Because I have both conditions, it's very interesting to see them conflict. Now, 
When I uh, wanna try and hyper-focus on an obsession, because anybody who has an autism spectrum condition will know that you have like hyper-focus where you'll find an obsessive topic or interest or something that you wanna hyper-focus on and you'll like really get into that and you really wanna learn about it and you wanna get onto that one thing and do it really, really well. Now that's all well and good, but when my ADHD kicks in, it's like you don't wanna do that, you wanna do this and also this and also that and also this and also that and also this and also this and you get all of these things just like around me. I have like a million unfinished products project. I have a million unfinished projects because my brain is just splitting me all over the place. My MacBook window has like a million tabs open at any one time. I have like any one, like maybe four or five projects on the go. I edit like two videos at a time because my brain is just like split and divided down the middle. And I'd rather just focus on one thing, but then the other time I'm like, no, but I can do so much more. And it's so weird. Like it's the most weird thing I can, I can try and explain. I mean, I don't know if I'm explaining this like well enough, but it's, it, it's how it is and that's what I experience. Okay guys, number four. Um, this one is interesting, number four is, um like how ADHD impacted me in a classroom, right? So where I was in a classroom, I had ADHD and it made me like super irritable. Like I didn't want to be there because I was like irritated. I didn't want to sit down in this chair for too long. And then like, I couldn't like focus and stuff. And it made me super unhappy because like, I was just irritated the whole time. I wanted to get up and just like let off some energy, you know? And, and it was just mad. And then you look at like being destructive. If, if teachers caught you like getting up off your chair, you know, you have to sit down. I mean, who, you know, the kids in general, they make you sit down for such a long time in these little plastic chairs, it's horrible. Like, they, they really need to kind of, you know, realize that not all kids are going to be able to sit down for that amount of time, especially kids on the spectrum. I mean, it's just stupid to think otherwise. But that was really interesting because, like, that made me, like, unable to focus on stuff. I couldn't focus on the board or, like, writing stuff down or learning, like, certain techniques and stuff like that. Um, but my autism also made me super bored in classrooms because, like, as a kid, I was just, like, super bored because I knew a lot of the stuff the teachers were talking about. I'd already, like, learned a load of the stuff. I actually corrected the teachers a few times. So I had this conflict of, like, being, like, really irritable and really bored and it wasn't a good combination and I really didn't enjoy primary school or the first few years of high school until I found music but like the first like it was just it just didn't work you know like the school system where I went to was never set up for anyone with autism or ADHD or autism and ADHD it just didn't work okay guys number five is um this is interesting actually so as I was saying before like ASD and ADHD are commonly comorbid or co-occurring when they get diagnosed um on the contrary to that ASD sometimes is misdiagnosed as ADD now this is really fascinating. So people who actually have ASD are actually getting diagnosis of ADHD or ADD because the uh, assessors are finding it really interesting that they have the same traits like zoning out, obsessive interest, hyper-focus, they're super smart, they're very creative, all that kind of stuff adds to the fact that they go, oh no, no, this person actually has ADD. And, but they go, okay, well, what about the social aspect? And it's the social aspect that actually determines the, the autism. But it's the other parts like the hyperactivity and the, and the other things that are like more linked to like ADHD or ADD, switching from topic to topic very, very quickly and not really deciding on those things, that again is ADHD and ADD. So rather than really pick out the bits in between and say, oh, it's ADHD and uh, autism or ASD, they're actually saying it's one or the other a lot of the time. And this is a big issue for kids who have both but not getting the support for both, if, if, if that makes sense. So it's a very interesting one to, to think about. This is really a common misdiagnosis, just like in girls. Uh, you know, girls on the spectrum are misdiagnosed with bipolar disorder before they get the actual official diagnosis of autism. And it's just interesting, but hopefully communities like ours are going to help build the, that kind of understanding and help build a, a, a secure structure so people can get correctly diagnosed as and when they need it. Okay guys, they were like my five uh, things I thought you needed to know about ADHD and autism together and autism and ADHD and how they relate to each other and I had super fun telling you like reliving some of like my memories from the past and going down memory lane and doing all those kind of things.